I'm gonna show you, I'm gonna show you how to operate in a spirit. This is Happy Life Studios. This message is for you. This message is for you. This message is singular to you. It's not for anybody else. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to understand. Hey, are you happy? Now that's a great question. Does the sun set high? Does the sun set high? Welcome to Happy Life Studios. What's up, Happy Lifers? Thanks for joining us today. Glad you're with us on this happy journey. Speaking of happy journeys, I got a question for you. Theme park or thrill park? I mean, if you were going to go to an amusement park, would it be Disney or Six Flags? Would you go because of the roller coasters and because of the rides? Or would you go because of the theme and because of the feel? I mean, for me, it's hands down Disney. It's hands down theme park all the way. I'm not much of a thrill seeker. Um, I'm about environment. I am an environment guy all the way. In fact, as weird and as dumb as this may sound to some of you, I will go to a restaurant because of the environment. I will go because of how it makes me feel. I will put up with subpar food. Now, I'm not going to go to a restaurant if the food's bad, but I'll put up with subpar food. I'll put up with food that isn't the top um, if the environment makes me feel a certain way. There's some restaurants that, that my wife likes that, that I don't enjoy because she likes it because the food is so good. But for me, I walk in there, it just feels stale. It feels... A buddy of mine just went through my town, and he lives about an hour and a half away. He's a very good friend of mine. Went through my town, and... Uh, thanks a lot, didn't even invite me, he's a happy lifer, didn't even invite me to come eat with him, but <laughs> I get it, he was, with his, he was with his baby, he was with his wife, and so they just wanted to pop in real quick and grab something to eat, and, out and, out. and when he told me where he ate, I saw it on social media actually, I said, man, you picked the wrong joint, and he said, man, what are you talking about, that place was great, I love the food, I was like, what do you mean, there's, there's better places at a better, there's a, a Mexican food place, and I said, there's better Mexican restaurants out here where I live, and he said, no, this food is great. You should try it. And I was like, but I have tried it. And then it dawned on me, no, I, I talked to Christine. I said, did we like that place? And she said, no, we, we went in and we walked back out because we went into a Mexican restaurant. And when I go into a Mexican restaurant, I expect the booze with all the carved wood. I expect the, the cheesy paintings on the wall. Sorry if you enjoy those. But I, I expect it to feel like a Mexican restaurant. This place looked more like a New York bar when we walked in. So we just walked straight out. So I, I never even tasted the food, which he said is some of the best Mexican food that he's ever had. And I missed out because the environment just didn't feel right. I just walked out. I am all about an environment because I'm a, I'm a feeling kind of guy. I'm a, I'm a emotional feeler kind of guy. We've talked before about some people are more, more cranial. Some people are more heart. Some people think more, they're more rational, they're more list takers. They, they function more with, with, you know, with their brain, other people function more with their feelings, with their heart, with their emotions. We all have have both of those, but we tend to rely some more on others. Just kind of like the whole five love languages. I mean, if you haven't read that book, it's a great book. If you have kids, uh, get the five love languages for kids. And they talk about how every one of us needs love. We all desire love and need it. Uh, and there's basically five basic ways, according to this book, and that, that you can give love or that you can receive love. 
And uh, we all tend to gravitate to one or two of them. And one or two of them don't do a whole lot for us. So I could, I could try to love my wife in a way that I love to be loved. But if that isn't her love language, it, it doesn't do much for her. It's like I'm speaking, you know, Japanese and she needs to hear Korean or something. I mean, the five love languages are um, you've got gift giving. Let's see if I can remember all these off the top of my head or I should have written them down. Uh, you have acts of service. Um, you have quality time. So doing things with somebody, spending time with them, buying them a gift. You have physical touch and you have um, words of encouragement. I mean, what's your love language? One way to tell what your love language is, is when you decide you want to encourage somebody, you want to love somebody, what's the first thought that comes to your mind? You think, I want to buy them a gift. I'm going to go take them to the park. We're just going to hang out together. Uh, you know, what is it that, that you like to give away when you're trying to encourage somebody? For me, it's words of encouragement all the way. That's the environment for me. If the environment is poor, I don't care how good the food is, right? And so for me, that, that words of encouragement sets an environment for me, man, all I need is a pat on the back and I am good to go. I mean, I need those, by pat on the back, I mean, I need someone to encourage me. And it, 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 it shouldn't surprise us because that word encourage comes from an old French word from like the 15th century, which means to pour courage in to put courage in, to put heart into something. And so when you encourage somebody, you're actually pouring courage into them. And for me, that sets the environment. And so on this podcast, I want to talk about four things to do when you really need encouragement, when you want encouragement, when you're wanting some love, when you're wanting some attention, when you're wanting some encouragement, you know, people go out there and they, you know, if you can't get warm fuzzies, you know, you've heard about it, then you're going to try to get cold pricklies. If you can't get positive attention, then at least you're going to try to get negative attention. That's why some people act up uh, because they want to at least get some kind of attention because we all need love. I feel like that old LL Cool J song from the eighties. I need love. I need love. I love that CD. Anyway, so I want to give you four things uh, that you can do when you need encouragement, when you need love, when you need some attention, when you're discouraged, when you need courage poured into you. Here's four things that you can do. First, you can hint and hope. That's number one. You can hint and hope. You know, when we need encouragement, we tend to give out little hints, you know, but then we just expect them to be able to read our minds. Well, she should know. He should know. I mean, I, I did this. I, I said this. I typed this. I texted this, you know, and we, we just kind of hint and hope that they're going to catch on to our hint. See, the problem with that is, is if people don't, the problem with this style, uh, when I need encouragement, if I just hint and I just hope, I just wait by my, my email, I wait by my cell phone, I, I just wait to get some hope from somebody. I wait for someone to walk by the office and, and, and give me the little nod or, or pat me on the back. Or if I sit and I just hint and I just hope for that, when it doesn't happen, man, it can really mess you up, make you feel like, man, nobody cares. Nobody likes me. I mean, I threw out the hint. And, and nobody did anything about it. So when you hint and hope and people don't reply, man, that could be that could be a tough thing to handle and it can actually drive you into more discouragement. It can do the opposite. So number one, I wouldn't recommend that. And I think that's probably the way that most of us do it. I say us because I'm included in that. I mean, when we're down, you just want someone to notice. It's like if you have to ask for it, then it doesn't mean as much. Why is that? Because number two is to show and tell. I mean, show somebody that you need encouragement. Tell someone you need encouragement. And for some reason, we think that that's jacked up. We shouldn't have to tell them. Well, 
we all have things going on in our lives and we're all concerned about what we're going through. Not all of us can always pick up the, the, the signals that somebody else is trying to throw out there. I was with a friend of mine, another happy lifer. He's actually part of our happy life coaching. And uh, I was at his hometown and we went to the park with his kids. And it was a, it was a school right across the street that his kids go to. And they had this bench right by the play structure. And it, it said buddy bench on it. I'm like, <laughs> what the what the puke is a buddy bench? I mean, a buddy bench, <laughs> what is that, you know? And uh, he said, you know what a buddy bench is? Do you guys know what a buddy bench is? I have never heard of it before. I wish they would have had these when I was growing up. A buddy bench is when someone feels discouraged, they feel sad. They feel unhappy. They feel unloved. They're wanting some attention. They're wanting some encouragement. They're wanting something. They go sit on the buddy bench. And any other kids that are playing there see someone sit on the buddy bench, they know, oh, that guy that guy needs something. He needs a friend, you know? So they go sit down. Hey, you want to go play something? You want to go to the swings? You want to go? Why can't we do that as an adult? Why can't we make buddy benches and just simply show and tell people that, we need someone to encourage us. There's nothing wrong with this. I think it's healthy. I don't think that we should have to make sure that people guess that we feel that way. Well, he should have just known. She should have known. <laughs> I don't think that's being fair. And I'm not suggesting that you become a victim mentality, that you become Eeyore. Oh, bother. I really need some help. I mean, that's kind of repulsive to a lot of people. You know, the whole victim, like nobody cares about me. I'm not talking about showing and telling like that. I'm talking about just being honest and not going to a whole bunch of people. I wouldn't go on social media and do this. I wouldn't, I'd go to a few people and I'd just say, Hey man, I, I'm really down today. I could just use some encouragement. That's what I would do. I wouldn't, I wouldn't make a big deal, a big issue of it. So you can hint and hope or you can show and tell, or you can reap and so we don't often think about this when we need encouragement and this is why we don't encourage other people as much when they're throwing out the hints because we're usually thinking about how we need encouragement that we don't pick up the signals that somebody else needs encouragement i mean people out there are putting out their buddy benches i mean sometimes people that need encouragement if they can't can't get the warm fuzzies they want the cold prickly so what do they do they become mean they become angry they become abrasive and what they're really saying is somebody give me attention I mean, to be honest, sometimes I get I get turned off by some of the posts I see online about someone posing for a picture, then putting it online so everyone would see, you know, and I, I'm like, I see some posts, I'm just like, they just want attention. Well, you know what? I'm not being smart there. If they're wanting attention, they're sitting on the buddy bench. I don't care what it looks like to them. They're sitting on a buddy bench. They're saying, somebody care for me. Somebody show me some attention. And instead of saying, oh, they just want attention, I should say, hey. They want attention. I just give them a phone call. I give them a pat on the back. Give them a high five. Give them a fist pump. You know, send them a text, something. But just say, hey, cool picture. Or, or man, I really appreciate you. The third thing to do when you need encouragement, when you want love, is to reap and sow. We, we talked about this in the podcast, Plant Happy, um, in the episode Plant Happy. It actually comes from the Bible. And um, it says you reap what you sow. So if you plant apple seeds, you don't get a grapevine. And if you plant pear seeds, you know, you don't get a palm tree. You reap what you sow. And we don't always think about this when we're discouraged because we're only focusing on ourselves. But Jimmy Durante said it best, and he's going to say it at the end of this podcast, make someone happy 
and you'll be happy too. You reap what you sow. I remember one time I called up a friend of mine that was an expert in my area. I was a youth pastor at the time. And I called this person up who was my hero. And I said, man, I just feel like I need someone to encourage me. There's just, we just don't encourage each other around here. And she says, well, you got to build an environment for encouragement. I'm an environment kind of guy. She said, so start planting encouragement. Just start encouraging other people. And you create a culture of encouragement. And if we need love, we need to start giving love. We need to start planting love. If we need attention, we need to start planting attention. If, if we need encouragement, we need to start planting encouragement. Because if we plant discouragement, we're also going to reap discouragement. So you can hint and hope. You can show and tell. You can reap and sow. Or you can do this last one, which is encourage you. Encourage you. I mean, there's a story in the Bible where David was in a situation where everyone around him wanted to stone him. David was a great man. Uh, a lot of stories, you know, David and Goliath, you probably heard that story. If you know, you've ever heard any Bible stories, that's one of the first ones that you hear. But David, when he gets older now, he's in a situation where people aren't liking what he's, his leadership style or whatever. They're not digging him. They want to stone him. <laughs> They're that angry. They want to kill him. And so instead of him getting, he was down, right? But the Bible says in 1 Samuel 30, verse 6, it says, And David encouraged himself in the Lord. He poured courage into himself. And one way that I do that is by when I start speaking to other people, when I start reaping and sowing, when I start encouraging other people, I start saying things that I realize I need to hear that. I mean, when I start encouraging in the Lord, it means to take godly principles, biblical principles. It means to take like God with you when you do this thing. God wants to do life with us. And there's so many times when people are down and I don't know what to say, but all of a sudden I just know what to say to them when they're telling me what's going on. And I believe that that's God speaking to me because in my own mind, I wouldn't know what to tell them, but all of a sudden I just know what to say. I had a, another happy lifer speak to me and said, man, they started talking to people and, and, and they didn't know what, to, know what to say to them. And all of a sudden all the correct words just started happening. Well, they were doing that in the Lord. They're doing that with God. God was with them, guiding their thoughts and helping them to say the right encouraging things. And when I encourage somebody else, there's so many times, the best way I can describe it is this feeling that I get. Like when I'm encouraging somebody, I'll start a sentence to encourage them. And when I'm in the middle of the sentence, I can no longer take it back. Because see, if somebody else encourages me, but I don't want to be encouraged or I want to fight it for a little bit. I mean, I can attack that person's character. I can just roll my eyes inside if I don't do it out loud, but I can just be like, oh, you're supposed, or I could say something like, well, you're supposed to say that. You're my friend. You're my wife. You're supposed to believe that. You know, I could do that. But when it comes out of my mouth, I, I can't fight that, right? So what happens to me a lot, it's like, I'll get the sentence halfway out when I can't retract it anymore. I can't redact that sentence. And all of a sudden, it's like, the best way I could describe it is like, it's like God taps you on the shoulder and says, now are you listening to this? Because I want you to listen to this last part. And as the words are coming out of my mouth, I'm just hitting myself with it. It's like a pillow covered two by four. I mean, like I'm saying something to encourage them and all of a sudden I'm encouraging myself. And so, you know, if you, if you try these other things and, and you're not getting in the courage or you're, it's, it's late at night, there's no one to talk to and, and man, encourage yourself in the Lord. And sometimes that simply means for me, God, what do you think about me? And then I just wait. 
I'm still for a second. I'm still for a moment. And I wait for a feeling to come. I wait for a, a picture, an image, like a movie scene to arrive in my head. I wait for a Bible verse to pop in my head that I've heard before. I wait for, you know, like an image of uh, of a dad loving his kid or or something like that. That's I'm doing it with God. I'm saying, God, no, this is how I feel about myself. But what do you think about me? And God is dying to tell us. Actually, he already died. When Jesus came to earth, that's why he died, so that he could go to heaven and send his Holy Spirit back to tell us, to be with us, to encourage us. And so next time you're down, and even if it's right now, I mean, it's something that we should ask him regularly. God, what do you think about this situation? God, this is how I feel about me. What do you think about me? So if you want to improve your environment, and you want to increase the the courage around you, you want to pour courage into yourself, you want more courage, and the more encouraged we are, the more we encourage other people, you can do four things. You can hint and hope, but then if people don't catch the hint, it's probably just going to make you more discouraged, and you're going to believe the lie, and it's a lie that nobody else cares because it's not true. People do care about you, and just because they don't pick up the hints does not mean that they don't care, but I know that thought very, very well, trust me. Or you can show and tell. Show them, tell them, I need something. Hey, I'm down today. I'm just a little discouraged. Um, And then if they still don't pick up the hint, go the next step. I'm a little discouraged. Tell me something encouraging. Give me some hope. Give me some good news for a second. You can reap and sow, or you can just flat out encourage yourself. I've got a cat. His name is Wiley. Wiley Coyote instead of Wiley Coyote. Okay. (laughs) Um, Usually he just wants to stay away don't touch me stay away from me but when he wants attention you know what he comes right up in front of you and he starts meowing and he's just asking me to pick him up well, i'm not going to pick him up because he's a fat cat he needs to jump up on my lap if i don't pick him up when he's meowing like that he'll just jump on me and he'll sit right on me and he'll wait for me to, to pet him and i think we can learn from the animal kingdom here <laughs> i think that we've got to start like when wiley meows he's saying i want some attention meow I want some attention, right? If that doesn't work, he just flat out jumps on my lap <laughs> and then, and, and then, and, and waits for me to pet him. And I think that, that we need to let people know when we're down and we need encouragement. And we also need to learn the art of encouraging ourselves and encouraging ourselves with God, with God's help. God, I'm down. I need some help. Can you help me? I don't, sometimes I don't even have the strength to encourage myself. So I say, God, what do you think about me? And then you just wait and see how he does it and what he does. Uh, But those are four things that we can do when we're discouraged. And we're discouraged. It's hard for happy and discouragement to exist (laughs) in the same body, right? So if you're discouraged today, if you want to increase your happy, hint and hope, show and tell reap and sow or encourage you and I would say get rid of the hint and hope just go straight to the show and tell or reap and sow or just flat out encourage yourself because you are valuable you are amazing you are one of a kind you are very unique and we need you thanks for listening Steve Ace.